This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. A warm welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Inka Vat. Six U.S. lawmakers have conveyed Washington's support for Taiwan in a meeting with President Tsai Ing-wen. In the capital, Beijing has warned against the visit, saying the two sides are going down a dangerous path. The 24-hour trip to Taiwan is part of a regional tour that includes stops in Australia and Japan for security talks. James Chater has the details. We will stand by you. Those are the words of U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham as the delegation of six senior U.S. lawmakers met with Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen. America has been politically divided, uh, but I want you to know when it comes to Taiwan, we're united. The U.S. politicians added they were convinced the U.S. would stand by Taiwan in the event of Chinese provocation. Beijing claims Taiwan as part of its own territory. To abandon Taiwan would be to abandon democracy and freedom. Taiwan's president said the visit demonstrated the rock-solid relationship between the two sides at a time when all eyes are on the conflict in Eastern Europe. The delegate's visit comes shortly after U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi called off a trip to Taiwan after testing positive for COVID. She would have been the most senior U.S. official in office to visit Taiwan in decades. Her proposed trip faced backlash from China, and Beijing's response to the six lawmakers' visit was no different. Robert Menendez, chair of the U.S. Senate Foreign Relations Committee, said Beijing's outrage did little to dissuade the lawmakers. We understand that here in Taiwan, here in this region, this is where the future is. The question uh, before us is not a choice between the United States and China. It's a choice between what worlds do we want to live in. Following their 24-hour Taipei stop, the U.S. lawmakers head to Tokyo to continue security talks on the region. Chris Maher and James Chater for Taiwan Plus. Our reporter James Chater spoke to Huang Kuipo at Taiwan's National Zhengzi University for more on the significance of this visit. I think it's been a long tradition of the U.S. Congress showing support for Taiwan when Taiwan is facing a rise in mainland China. So these visits made by U.S. Congress, again, demonstrate a great endorsement of Taiwan's robust democracy and Taiwan's robust society against a rise in mainland China. Also, I think the U.S. Congress uh, lawmakers would like to know the preparation of Taiwan for the possible threats imposed by the Beijing authorities. We had the news recently of a potential visit of Nancy Pelosi to Taiwan. Of course, that had to be delayed because of her contracting COVID. How does this visit kind of size up to the potential visit of Nancy Pelosi soon? And do you think the the current uh, the U.S. lawmakers that are currently in Taiwan will be helping lay the groundwork for Pelosi's visit? I have to point out that uh, the salience of Nancy Pelosi is higher than this current delegation in Taipei. So I would assume that maybe the Beijing authorities would have a vehement opposition of Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. But but I and I also think as long as uh, these impressions brought back by these U.S. lawmakers to Washington, D.C., 
can be heard and seen by others in the states, I think that would be of great help for further Taiwan-U.S. people-to-people or even official-to-official interactions. Taiwanese democracy activist Li Mingzhi has returned home after five years in a Chinese prison. The NGO worker from Taipei arrived at Taoyuan International Airport on Friday morning. He is now in quarantine. Li was detained in 2017 after entering China from Macau. He was later sentenced to five years imprisonment for subverting state power. He completed his sentence earlier this week. Taiwan has announced new rules that will cut the number of COVID-19 patients in hospitals. It's also drawn up plans to get millions of rapid test kits to places where they are most needed. There has been a record number of COVID cases in Taiwan in the past few weeks. The country recorded 1,284 new cases on Friday. It's the first time daily infection numbers have crossed 1,000. John Van Triest has more. Taiwanese hospitals have stopped admitting most COVID patients. From Thursday, they're only taking those 70 and older, those at least 36 weeks pregnant, those needing dialysis, and those with moderate or severe symptoms. So far, 99% of COVID cases in Taiwan are mild. But with case numbers expected to rise, the move will free up beds for the most vulnerable. Beds aren't the only issue, though. Pharmacists say there just aren't enough test kits to go around. The government is working to end this shortage. And to make sure it succeeds, it's bringing in the military. New rules mean that clinics and infection hotspots will have priority for getting these tests. Thursday also saw Health Minister Chen Shih-chung start a week-long period of self-health management. That's after a reporter who'd been at one of his press conferences earlier in the day tested positive for COVID. Chen was at a safe social distance from the reporter and was wearing a mask. But he's expected to take a rapid test as a precaution if no symptoms appear in two days. Patrick Chen and John Van Trieste for Taiwan Plus. Here in Taiwan, hundreds of thousands of people participating in the Dajia Mazu pilgrimage are coming to the home straight of the nine-day marathon walk. The festival celebrates the sea goddess Matsu's birthday. Pilgrims carry her statue over 340 kilometers through the central part of the country. Our reporter James Chater joined the most critical part of the route to find out more about this uniquely Taiwanese festival. This is one of the world's most elaborate birthday parties. Every year, hundreds of thousands of pilgrims carry the statue of Mazu on foot between the Taiwanese cities of Taichung and Jiayi, and it's all in honor of the sea goddess's birthday. Mazu is one of Taiwan's most revered deities. There are over 800 temples here dedicated to her. The marathon round trip between Mazu temples in Dajia and Xingang takes nine days and covers around 340 kilometers. 
。我今年第一次参加大家妈的绕境活动，很辛苦，每天都想放弃，因为真的很累。<笑>对，然后因为然后我也是因为这次的旅行认识了两位朋友，不然我们本来不认识。对，然后我就一路上认识很多好朋友。The route passes through some of Taiwan's most quiet and scenic countryside, but the journey feels more like a carnival, with performances, firecrackers, and endless free food. But the festive atmosphere belies the practical challenges of the pilgrimage. COVID has left an indelible mark on this year's event. Participants had to get special certificates confirming they'd had three vaccinations, and the turnout was smaller. Hundreds of thousands participated this year, but past pilgrimages topped five million. At heart, this is a voyage fueled by devotion, and you can see that as pilgrims reach the furthest point from where they started, Fengtian Temple in Xingang. Of this pilgrimage, this is the most important ceremony of the journey, and it takes place outside this sacred site. From here, crowds stretch about a kilometer up the road, and they're all chanting and praying, all part of this three-hour ceremony. It's that combination of celebration and spirituality that brings people back every year. This was Yang Jijong's 27th time walking the entire route. The decorative cart Yang Wheels is making its 17th appearance at the pilgrimage. He made some of the ornaments by hand. Others are gifts from the people he's met on previous journeys. Many of those people are from humble means, but in the spirit of Mazu, are still happy to give. As for how long Yang Jijong will continue attending Mazu's pilgrimage, his answer is clear: the purest form of devotion. And Yang Jijong is clearly not alone. Maggie May, James Rayner, and James Chater for Taiwan Plus. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.